everybody this is a special edition of cat's face tonight we are counting down to the man in red comes down our chimneys through our homes and that's not me on i am cats i'm elf cat this is elf Philip or buckets i have jordan and leon Leon. <laughs> i have my yeah. elf help unfortunately Unfortunately, Luna can't join us. She's sick with the flu. We love you. We miss you. We hope you feel better soon. Get well, um, Luna. Yeah, get well, Luna. Can, can we just call Leon Leon from now on? Based on the fact that he looks like Santa Leon. <laughs> I look now, like a, I look like one of those Santas, you know, that got arrested over in Antarctica. I'm just looking for the numbers on the back of me Santa outfit. <laughs> okay, so let's start. My strong All right, so... um. Xmas is the modern day version of Christmas that doesn't involve Christ. Is this truth or bullshit? True. Going true. Uh, true. Yeah. That's bullshit. Oh. Um, oh. Yes. Totally bullshit. So we get Xmas from the first letter of the Greek alphabet, which describes Christ and uh, Greek is the original language first written down in the New Testament. So <laughs> you can't escape Christ. Yeah. No, yeah. It's always um, there. It's gotta wait for you gotta wait for when we hit the actual future army years, then Christmas changes his name to Xmas. I just proved to you that it didn't, so no. I don't know. Watch an episode of Futurama. Watch the Christmas episodes of Futurama. So there you go. A hundred episodes of that, okay? Hmm. I don't watch many more. Well, In fact, you should probably give me that for Christmas. You know, okay, so uh, uh, <laughs> Christmas trees really have pagan roots as a means to scare away evil spirits and remind everyone that spring is around the corner. Truth or bullshit? Bullshit. True. So true. That is 100% true. Yes! Hey. Uh, uh, I think that could be debatable. <laughs> I have watched a few videos recently. Uh, Featured David Attenborough. Um, no, but <laughs> a lot of uh, Christmas traditions that have said to be pagan have been proven to actually be false. Yeah, but this particular one wasn't, okay? So this one was a, a pagan ritual which Christianity just adopted and said, hey, we invented it, but we're just borrowing which, it. Which, which one? Yeah. Is that with the... This is with the Christmas thing. Is that with the little Satan next to the Bishop Santa? Satan next to the This is and the one where literally Krampus is it Krampus? House, okay, um, and would literally use the tree itself as a means to keep evil spirits away, which was a pagan ritual. Next question. Okay, uh, three. Elvis recorded a total of six Christmas songs in 1957. Fruit or bullshit? Say again, sir. Elvis recorded. Elvis recorded a total of six Christmas songs 
in 1957, truth or bullshit? Uh, bullshit? I don't know. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm just true. I love you, Elvis. Please don't hate me. I'm going bullshit because I know he recorded Blue Christmas and that's only one Christmas song as far as I know. It's probably his biggest one that he ever made. Um, although that is one of the biggest one he ever made, he actually did do a total of six Christmas songs. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I, need to, I need to brush up on my Elvis now. Yeah, same. <laughs> okay. In December of 1914, German, French, English, and Belgian troops all decided to drop their arms for Christmas, break bread, share wine, and other food together, and even play soccer together whilst causing the worst international fraternization of all time during Christmas. True. I'm going to say true. This reeks of true. This I didn't quite catch that. I'll say that again. I didn't quite catch that. I didn't quite catch that. Oh. In December of 1914, German, French, English, and Belgian troops all decided to uh, drop their arms, break bread, share wine and other food together, and even play soccer together, whilst causing the worst international fraternization of all time during Christmas. Truth or bullshit? True. I feel like I've heard something like that before, before, but I'm not sure if it was just because there was so many dead bodies in those no man's land. I'll say true, though. I'll say true. I think I'm going to go with bullshit because I know there is, as you said, Jordan, that there there is a, there is a couple of songs out there. There is uh, one, I believe, back in the 1960s called Snoopy's Christmas where they talk about raising a toast to his enemies. So that's but that's in the song. I'm not exactly sure if it's true, so I'm going to go BS. Uh, actually, this one is 100% true. Oh, uh, History, and they even made a movie about it and That's they wrote cool. so um they've yes, got the point they've got the points there okay uh, that just got any cat got the points okay no I, I said true okay uh, and he got points as well okay okay um boxing day has its origins from queen victoria the first and from wealthy families giving unwanted gifts to the poor and servants as a form of charity so they could celebrate Christmas with their families. Is this truth or bullshit? Say that again, sorry. Slowly. Boxing Day has its origins from Queen uh, Victoria I and from wealthy families giving unwanted gifts to the poor and servants as a form of charity so they could celebrate Christmas with their families. Is this truth or bullshit? I'm going to say true. I'll say true. I got BS. Uh, guys, it's a hundred percent true. Yes. So, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, Kat, are correct. Well done. You've got the points. Merry Christmas, bro. That was Merry Christmas. Okay. Uh, turkey replaced lamb as the main Christmas feast in America. Truth or bullshit? Bullshit. Oh, <laughs> That's not even that wasn't even American cat. <laughs> okay, it's again, sir. I'll say that again. Turkey replaced lamb as the main Christmas feast in America. Um truth or bullshit. Uh 
I'll say BS. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go. Um, I think I'm gonna go bullshit again. Oh. That's 100% correct. It is 100% bullshit. Oh, really? Uh, oh, yeah. Do you know what yeah, replaced Peacock? So people who are eating Peacock before um, and thought, oh, I've got an idea. Let's just change change it and not eat Peacock. And we'll people eat Peacock? Yes, Peacock. People were eating Peacock and then decided to change the turkey. <laughs> I guess it's true. Us humans will eat just about anything. Yeah. Yep. The king of England is allowed to eat swan. Yeah, but oh. it, I heard it's like fish. So if you're going to do that, just eat fish to take off. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay, so Tom Hardy created the first Christmas cracker over 150 years ago. Truth or bullshit? Mm. I don't know about this. I'm confused. All right, I'm just going to go true this time because I wanted yeah, to type for a point. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say true. Say... Who? Yeah, you, you're all wrong. Oh, uh, no. It was it was Tom Smith. I had a feeling. You know, like if you don't know it, just try to go for a common name like Smith, and you probably win. <laughs> it was Tom Smith that created the Christmas cracker over 150 years ago. Santa Claus has a lot of fun going through the uh, go through the white pages to try and figure out who's a good boy and who's a bad boy just by looking up Smith because there's so many pages of Smith. Yeah, but you know what? There's so many Chengs in the phone book as well, so you've got no excuse. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, that, 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 that's what happens when, you know, the Chinese say, oh, no, one one China, China policy. Um, anyway, uh, since the 14th century, traditional Christmas pudding at the end of a meal originally contained copper or silver coins, minced fruits cake, and a flambe of an alcoholic beverage to cook the cake. Is this truth or bullshit? Did you, did you say? I'll say that again. Sorry. Since 14th century, traditional Christmas pudding at the end of the meal originally contained copper, silver coins, uh, mixed fruits, and a flambe of alcohol, an alcoholic beverage such as rum to cook the cake. Is this truth or true? True. I, I'm go I'm going with true because I always thought brandy was one of the main ingredients. Yeah, sorry guys. Um, this is actually bullshit. Um, the original Christmas wow. pudding what? was originally used to be made of mutton, um, and oh, was served a type of porridge with beef, wine, raisins, currants, and more. So basically, whatever you had in the house, that was Christmas pudding. Yeah, right. yeah, well, okay. <laughs> okay, so Santa Claus has his own postcode code that you can send actual letters to. Is this truth or bullshit? Say it again. Sorry, you saying it too fast. Santa Claus has his own postcode that you can send actual letters to. Is this truth true or bullshit? True. I'm I'll say like... true in the sense that. Yeah, maybe Australia Post will we'll <laughs> see it. <laughs> Can you send it to Australia like, Post? It'll never reach there. I'm yeah. gonna go bullshit. Uh, it's actually true. Yes. Um, <laughs> do you want to know what the postcode is? H O H O O, and it's in. <laughs> so you can do it. Yeah, nice. 
that the Arctic Circle and Helensky, Finland. No, no, it's not. It's it's in Canada, but they probably do send it to. Um, it Finland. gets sent to Finland. It goes to Finland directly. Okay, well, you're probably right there. Um, I know I'm right. Okay, so spider spider webs are a traditional Eastern European decoration. Truth no. or bullshit? BS. No, 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 Eastern no, European no. Ukraine. So no, I'd say bull honky. I'd say that's a Halloween thing. You see spider webs all over the place every time of year, so I'm going to go true. <laughs> I would say false. Um, honky. Okay, so Jordan and Kat are wrong. Down! Oh! years ago, we got it correct. So, this is an interesting story, so I'll make it quick. So, there was once a story where a poor family took care of a pine cone and then grew a Christmas tree out of it, but they were too poor to afford decorations. So, the next day on Christmas Day, a spider used their web to cover the tree, and the result was a gold and silver web all over the tree wow. and that's what they used as decorations so yeah that was 100 percent true hmm. okay so that's the end of round one um leon could you please tell me the scores thank you okay cats laden six jordan three and myself i'm on two all right close game three. okay so yeah. round um two which is more I... true i give you two facts you got to tell me which is more true. Make sure you say it slowly. So if, okay. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, okay. So, Jordan, I'm going to give you two facts, right? Yep. You got to, which is more true. Okay. More some true. Might, yeah. Some might be very similar and there might be a few trick questions in there, but keep alert because you'd be surprised what, what's correct and what isn't. Okay. Okay. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree was a number one hit recorded by Brenda Lee, but written by Johnny Marks in 1958. Or, when Christmas lights were first invented in the 1900s, they were all given um, to orphanages for free as a means of promotion. Which is more true? Oh, I wouldn't have any clue for the first one. Um, I'll say true for the second one. One or two? You have to say one or two. Uh, two. I'm going one because rocking around the Christmas tree just two weeks ago and last week was number one in the Billboard Hot 100. Mm. Well, Leon would be 100% correct. Um, yeah. <laughs> rocking around the Christmas tree was the number one hit. And when Christmas lights were invented for the first time in the 1900s, um, they went free. They were actually rented. People rented out these rented. lights. Fair enough. Okay. Um, it took Charles Dickens a total of six months to write A Christmas Carol. Or, in 1980, the Rubik's Cube was the most gifted puzzle on Christmas Day, which was retailing at $1.99, which is more true. Say true for number two. Um, number two is 100% true. Oh, and wow. Charles Dickens didn't take six months to write it. He took six weeks to write it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Getting <laughs> <laughs> my ham. I know, I know. <laughs> um, okay. 
The word Mary was not always encouraged during Christmas time, as Mary was another word for intoxicating. Or Christmas caroling originally came from the church who wished to sing in exchange for donations to help build um, the local parish, which is more true. Can you say that again? What was the first one? The word Mary was not always encouraged during Christmas time, as Mary was another word for intoxicating. Or when, um, where is one? Um, sorry. <clears throat> Oh, this, this thing's playing with me. Cat, you, you, real, you realize Bill is the host of this, by the way. <laughs> oh, it's just, my phone hates me, that's all. Um, yeah. Christmas caroling originally came from the church who wished to sing songs in exchange for donations to help build the local parish, which is more true. Yeah. I feel like Santa had rosy treats. That's why it was. Bit married, yeah. but I'll say too. Church is always asking donations anyway, so that'd be true of it too. Okay, so uh, Leon saying one, you're saying two, two. Jordan two. saying ah, see, Mary was not always encouraged uh, during Christmas time because it was another word for intoxicated because they like to sugarcoat things back in the day, and um, Christmas carolers actually didn't come from the church. They were really just groups of singers that wanted cash out of people because they were unemployed. So which was the correct answer? The correct answer. Damn. There you go. Take take that, that council (laughs) over there in Melbourne. (laughs) Okay. So, um, well, by the way, they didn't want cash. They wanted gifts. Uh, the carolers wanted were groups of singers that wanted um, well uh, wanted to well wish people's homes in exchange for the gifts because they're all very good for it. In 2012, 34% of people in Australia reported to have a Christmas decoration related injury, or it's cold outside was cherished by work work groups as a wholesome entertainment fun, which is more true. One. One is 100% correct. Um, And um, work groups everywhere tried to have its cold outside banned. Maybe it's cold outside banned because it's basically (laughs) trying to get people drunk and stuff like that and and have their way with them. Yes. That's why I found a kid friendly version of that song by Michael Bublé and Adina Menzel. I feel like that's twisting the words a bit. (laughs) No romance. It was bad because work groups deemed it inappropriate and yeah. and and harassment, but still there's still radio stations that, you know, are like, no, you know, I'm just gonna keep playing it. Like it still yeah. gets there's nothing wrong with it. It's wholesome, it's fun. I still play it's, romantic. Romantic. it's like it's a <laughs> do you wanna sign this consent form? <laughs> it's like <laughs> takes out all the romantic like yeah. and the red type. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, it's cold outside. Get a jacket. Um, let's see. Uh, despite many countries celebrating Christmas as a winter festival with winter-themed customs, Jesus was not born in winter. Is this true? true. Or Ben Crosby's version of 
White Christmas is second only to Charlie Brown's Christmas Time. The first one is true, and I know that that's a fact. Everyone knows that's a fact. Could you repeat that, sir? Despite many countries celebrating Christmas as a winter festival with winter-themed customs, Jesus was not actually born in winter. Or uh, Bing Crosby's uh, version of White Christmas is second only to Charlie Brown's Christmas Time is here. Which is more true? Yeah, it's, it's the number one. Yeah, number, number one is correct. And the reason how we know that is because I'm I'm Middle Eastern and I've asked my dad this question where it was around summertime Middle East. So you're going around March, April and the star of David appeared and Gabriel came to the wise men and said um, go to Bethlehem to a manger where a baby's to be born and they took uh, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I'll, I'll get I'll get to the point because she's yeah. going to tell the whole Jesus story. No, but, but I'm just going to say that's true. Basically, what happened is if you look at the environment of um of what they're talking about, they're talking about mangers and things like that, where the animals were sleeping in the fields. Um, the only reason why um, animals would sleep out in the fields is if it was summertime. Okay, but that's what and that's saying. that's that's how we know um, Jesus was born in summertime. But, but we don't actually. When yeah, when we were guessing March, April, but we don't actually. Yeah, yeah we don't we actually know. know for sure. But we think I was going to say that I thought it was like March, April, so yeah. We don't actually know for sure. Yeah. but there was summertime. Um, okay, so an Eshe Christmas was banned from Netflix as it was deemed too offensive for Australians to watch, <laughs> or if, <laughs> or if the. The 13th century, the Monks of Christ Church once donated 785 pens at Christmas to the Archbishop of Canterbury, which then went to feed the community, including some hospitals. Which is more true? I'd like the second one to be true. Um, yeah, I'll say two. You're all correct. And the first one... That's just, that's <laughs> the first one <laughs> Essays Christmas. Who's got it? Someone's believed. Yeah, that's right. Netflix would totally buy something called the Essay Christmas. Let alone ban it. Okay, so which flights are forbidden in Bergen during Christmas or in Japan? Lemon salmon is the traditional meal eaten during Christmas. Which is more true? Could you say the first one again, sir? Which flights, as in uh, Wicked Witch of the West, flights are forbidden in Bergen uh, during Christmas? Or in Japan, lemon salmon is tra the traditional meal eaten during Christmas. Which is more true? I wouldn't know, but I'm just going to guess one. It's actually uh, one is correct. Which which is our band in Bergen? Traditional meal that is basically eaten by all Japanese people during Christmas is actually KFC. So <laughs> <laughs> people well, wait yeah. 
months in advance to book their KFC for Christmas. Yeah. You like that upside for a dollar? Okay, Krampus is a Swedish demonic character that collects yeah, the heads of bad children and weaves them into his basket as a form of Santa's muscle. Or Frosty the Snowman resides in the North Pole, which is more true. That's a one. Sorry, I may have real no one. <laughs> and so the Krampus one is correct. And Frosty the Snowman does not reside in the North Pole. He actually um, is said to live in the White Plains of New York. Oh. Yeah. But you okay. didn't know that. No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are a genius. Keep going. Uh, in 2017 in Victoria, a couple got the fright of their lives when they woke up to a saltwater crocodile on their front lawn on Christmas Day. Or on Christmas Day in 2011, a group of Santas managed to rob the Commonwealth Bank on Boxing Day due to a lack of security staff, which is more true. <laughs> I just love that uh, second story. It's just amazing. Yeah, that, that one's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, which bank? Well, it wasn't the Commonwealth Bank, okay? <laughs> the, first, the first one was true. The top of the story oh, okay. Oh, that's good. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm on the roll. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 70% of Australians put their Christmas tree in the October, November period instead of December. Or when asked how does Santa deliver his presents to Australia, given that he wears winter clothes, 65% of American children wrote Santa delivers them with a surfboard and board shorts, which is more true. In Australia, did you say? <laughs> okay, so the first one I said was 70% uh, of Australians put their Christmas tree in October, November period instead of December. 70%. Or, or, um, or when asked a bunch of American kids, um, how does what kind of clothes does Santa wear? Oh. When delivering Christmas presents to Australia, 65% of them said on a surfboard with board shorts, which is more true. Uh, just gonna get one. Um, okay, so one is correct. Um, and although it was put on the internet that, um, some Australians kind of believe that um, that question was never put towards American kids. So that was a trick question. <laughs> mm. Okay. All right. So, Leon, um, you please. Oh, in other words, you just tried the scumbag or something. <laughs> I did. And I'm proud of it as well. Uh, 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 all right. So, we've got after the second round, Kat is still leading on 12, Jordan 10, and myself on eight. You're catching up. Mm. Okay. Now, the, the round that everyone loves or hates, most likely hates, the merch round. Yes, let's go. Okay. Christmas is in my blood. Okay, so I'm going to give you a piece of merchandise, and you all have to basically tell me what it is, and the best answer uh, gets points. If you both come up, or all of you come up with good um, answers, you all get one point each. 
If only one of you come up with an answer, it's four points. And if only two of you come up with an answer, it's split in half, so it's two points each. Okay, so Leon, could you please tell me what I can't believe it's not Christmas is? Uh, it's, what it is is basically butter, which is I can't believe it's not butter, but with uh, Christmas sprinkles on it, so I can't believe it's not uh, Christmas sprinkles butter. <laughs> I, I got so I can't believe it's not Christmas is instead of the hundreds and thousands of toast bread with butter it's actually Nutella with chocolate sprinkles on a hot Aussie day in December that's what I can't believe it's not Christmas is or better yet one up snags as an actual breakfast I can't believe it's not Christmas. Right. Okay. Um, would, would this be so? Uh, Christmas? Yes. Okay. Right. Well, uh, so Go on. I can't believe it's not Christmas is a uh, shirt that is only sold in July when it's Christmas in July. Oh. <laughs> I, like, I, I like that answer. So you give me your answer. So you all get one point each. Yay. Okay. Right. Okay. I like your, I think you're a bit buzzing off you, sir. Um, <laughs> wait, uh, Jordan, can you please tell me what lock stocks and two smoking stockings are? Lock stock. Hey again. Lock stock. Tell me what lock stocks and two smoking stockings are. What's that? Bud my It's a brand new, brand spanking new uh, kind of stocking that is all mechanical and can only be unlocked on Christmas. Well done. Well, I like that. What, what, what have you got? I, I, I just, I, I, I'm going to be sold it to her, but go on. If you don't, if you, all right, Leon, could you please tell me what locked, stocked, and two smoking stockings are? Uh, that's basically what those Santas used over there in Melbourne when they robbed that bank back in uh, 2017 in Melbourne. <laughs> okay, go on. What is it? Well, Jordan had on a mechanical thing, you said. I'm mechanical gonna, stocking. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to word it up it by saying that mechanical stocking does things that it shouldn't. <laughs> oh, one of them. <laughs> did you say that? I mean, did you just say, is, is this a sex thing? Is that really <laughs> Anyway, it sounds good and it has a use. Yeah, so. It has a use for men. It has a use. Um, so I'm going to give you all a point for that. Ooh, my heart. Uh, my like... Well done. Well done. Um, the milk and cookies can't be off. A Jamie Oliver cookbook for Christmas success. Uh, Jordan, can you please tell me what that is? The milk and cookies can't be off. A Jamie Oliver cookbook for Christmas success. Oh, I've got. Um. Well, to uh, mark it off is olive color only clothing wear. Uh, oh. Everything he cooks is olive coloured. Um, that looks off. <laughs> oh, shade. Oh, shade. 
Your turn. Your turn. Bill can put his card for y'all. A Jamie Oliver cookbook for Christmas success. What is it? It's Jamie once again ruins cookies and milk by making the cookies from oats, not actual biscuits or cookies. And the milk is condensed milk, so it's not really milk. But Jamie Oliver once again ruins things for me. Sorry, Jamie. <laughs> But we're never going to get any sort of Jamie sponsorship in the future. It didn't really. It wasn't very nasty. Is that any restaurant or cafe that you can't even get this at his restaurants? Nope. Not even the bankrupt ones? Nope. Oh, what a happen to Leon, what is the milk and cookies can't be off? A Jamie Oliver uh, cookbook. For Christmas success. Tell me what it is. Basically, it is a hundred types of cookies which Jamie Oliver didn't come up with. So he basically copied from like a hundred kids and stuff like that and passed it off as his own. <laughs> I love that answer. Oh, we're all you're, shady. You're, you're all getting a point for this. We're all shady. <laughs> we're all dissing Jamie Oliver too, which is yeah, what no. Tat did in Melbourne a little while ago. I'm yeah. sure. Well, he. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Perfect. All right. Oh, you're, you're all bastards because you're all getting informed. <laughs> all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. A get rich quick scheme for dentists. Um, Kat, what is it? All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. So please now pay. I need the money. All I want is now is my two front teeth because no one wants to come and see me. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> Leon, what uh, is this product? <laughs> oh, dearie me. All I want for Christmas is my two front uh, teeth pyramid scheme. It's basically you order those teeth from wish.com and they come oh. pretty, pretty shit out. So there you go. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. I love it. Um, okay. Jordan, so, apologize for my language, by the way, Jordan. Jordan, can you please tell me um, all, what all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth and get rich quick steam for dentists? Tell me what it is. Um, well, it's run by the tooth fairy who actually takes all the teeth from the what do you call it the, in the pyramid scheme uh to to cash in you know oh, i love that i like I how this that. is like a story that you've all told each other <laughs> you know, it's like you're a dentist a cryptocurrency yeah yeah <laughs> okay great um you all get a point for that well done <laughs> oh, that song's gonna be stuck in my head now okay so um how Santa affords all the gifts, a story about frequent flyer miles. Ooh. What have you got, Kat? Ooh. So, okay. So he uses a sleigh, right? And for every country or continent that he flies to, he gets a frequent flyer point. But instead of a point, he gets like 10,000 points. So every stop he makes, he gets 10,000 points. So those points will help him because when he eats the cookies and drinks the milk, those points help him fly. He becomes faster. In fact, faster than speed of light. So Santa can travel and you'll have a million, million, bazillion frequent flyer points. Okay, okay. When he with his claws, he gets a lot of loving. <laughs> a lot of loving. 
that, that, that wasn't put on my preprint bio miles. Jordan, tell me um, uh, how Santa affords all the gifts a story about frequent flyer miles. What have you got, Jordan? Let's say again, sorry. How Santa affords all the gifts a story about frequent flyer miles. What is it? Tell me what it is. Oh, jeez. You can pass if you want to. Yeah. So. Yeah. He gets frequent fly points. Harvey, let me. Well, read. Or, no, there's a story about frequent fly points. No, no, no. You, this is a piece of merchandise you have to sell to me. It can be anything. Oh, no. Can't... I mean, like, I, I, I'm, I'm, it's not clicking to me. What, what? Uh... No, I'll, I'll read it. Our Santa affords all the gifts a story about awesome. frequent flyer miles. Now, tell is it a book? Is it a movie? Is it a guide? What is it? Oh yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> I like, I don't know. I'm, I'm to keep. First, you've already got to put an answer down, and I need to hear Leon's answer for this. Okay. Okay, read it to me again. How Santa affords all the gifts: a story about frequent flyer miles. All right. So the way that Santa affords his frequent flyer miles: every time a kid sits on his lap, that's one frequent flyer mile, and you know, depending on the kid's weight, is the more frequent flyer miles he gets. <laughs> <laughs> And that 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 extra weight. Uh, <laughs> you both get two points each. Well, well done. Uh, okay. So that was dumb. <laughs> no, but I you I have to take your first answer. No, but I have, I have to All right. All right. Well, I will let you say it. Then. I'm not going to give you any points for it. All right. Go. You know how we've got the mother and the V, the Red Bull. How about Santa Power energy drinks? He drinks <clears> a lot of drinks. Two cans of those, and he flies, and he drinks another two, and he flies, but it doesn't give him wings, it helps his sleds for free. Right. That was Santa Power Energy Drink. I'm still going to give you two points, but um, I, I liked your first point, put on point better. Um, the Greens Party Test on How to Avoid Cold from Santa. The Greens what? The Greens Party Test on How to Avoid Cold from Santa. Ooh, I got one. <laughs> I got one. What have you got? I got one. So, as you see, all the Greens members Parliament get together in, in Parliament. They have this big discussion because they're all going to pay rise every six months. So instead of getting a pay rise, they're going to go, if we don't do this for the people, we don't do that. We're going to get cold. I don't want to get cold. I want money in my pockets. I want money. I want more money. I don't want cold. I want money. So, let's help the poor. Let's help the public. So they have a big discussion. And they go, who doesn't want cold? Who wants money? Hands up. And they go, me, and that's how they win it. That's how, that's how they win it, right. Okay, Leon, what do you have? Okay, so instead of, uh, so the Greens, obviously, they have successfully gotten rid of all the coal in the world, so all the naughty boys get nuclear power instead of renewables. <laughs> Jordan, what, what do you have for the Greens party test on how to avoid coal from Santa? So how to avoid coal from Santa. From the Greens one. You have to sell it to From the Greens one. Yeah, the, the political Wait. one. Okay, so sorry, I'm, I would need to, to break it down because <laughs> okay, the Green Party, they've they've got a plan to get rid of all the coal right. from Santa. I need right. to okay. yeah. 
so uh this this true story but uh you basically all members try to become your neighbor and then they just grow heaps of stuff where the trees like go over the top of your house and all the leaves and uh, branches fall on top of your roof where you have to get like uh, damage repair and all that stuff um so they're really really naughty and they basically have all uh what is it um oh what's that investment term but they basically have a full <laughs> ownership of all the shares of coal yeah wow and then they that. I'm actually, I, 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 that that's Absolutely. so so they buy all the coal so no one else can have it pretty much <laughs> That is so smart. Oh my god! You know what? Um, you can have a point. You know what? I'll, I'll give all of you two points. So all of you are one point. But you know what? I, I'm I'm going to give you an extra point purely <laughs> on how evil that actually is. <laughs> uh, That's so smart. So Jordan gets two points whilst everyone else gets one point. That's right. You okay. know. So, wow. Now, just I actually believe that. Okay. Uh, so, and I even like the fact where you said true story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it happened to my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> and Ma got run over by a beer truck. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, Leon, could you please tell me what evergreen madness is? Evergreen madness? Wow, it's a new, it's a brand new CD. But what is new CDs anymore? Because I thought we all went digital. But anyway, all the songs on there are Christmas songs about evergreen trees, like uh, uh, 12 Trees of Christmas, Oh Come All Ye Evergreen, uh, Evergreen, the Rudolph Evergreen Nose Reindeer, uh, you know, all that sort of Christmassy evergreen stuff, all available for you. Just call 1-800-EVERGREEN. Uh, the phone number may not exist. Right. Wonderful. Um, Kat, what is Evergreen Madness? Evergreen Madness is a cookie or a biscuit that's colored green and it has like green decorations on it but it's not just any cookie it's one of those magical cookies <laughs> you see colors and you space out and like one of them and you're greening out and you're greening out and all this madness because everything's just green people are green you know walls are green tables things are just green your fingers are green the whole everything is green. That's what evergreen is. They just space out and everything becomes green. I'm I, I'm really hoping you're you're not talking about something that will get us kicked off YouTube. That's I just I just, said a cookie, a magical cookie. Oh right, a magical cookie. Magical. I wonder okay. what this cookie could be and the substance. <laughs> um, it has decorations on it, like lollies and M Ms, and it has green sprinkles. Right. Okay. Do you get it from by any chance? I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I said magical. It's not like I'm going to double. Okay. Um, right. Um, Jordan, what is um, Evergreen Madness? So Evergreen Madness. Um, so I, I'm proposing this to the, the globalist uh, elites. And um, this scientist was trying to make more resilient, resilient and longer-lasting uh Christmas trees to sell, uh, gen genetically modified. Uh, so the actual actual trees. Um, and instead it became basically the catnip for humans. So once it's fully distributed, everyone in their homes is 
rubbing in the the the, the tree. Yeah. Right. I'm actually. Oh my god. Oh, you know what? <laughs> These ideas you come up with, I can happening, and that's that's. that's <laughs> so, um, you all get one point for your wonderful ideas. Um, candy cane confidential. Leon, what is candy cane confidential? And this just in, we've got our new candy cane thief who's just gone around and robbed another one of those lolly shops over there like a big W. And for some reason, there's no candy cane, so you have to call up Detective Santa Claus and his trusty sidekick, Rudolph, to try and track down this candy cane thief. Oh my god, I believe That's that. That's going to be a TV series. There you go. <laughs> um, okay, so it's a TV series. Wonderful. So, they, so cops wouldn't take it, but... Yeah, yeah, but Santa Claus and his reindeers will. <laughs> Tell me what is Candy Cane Confidential? Candy Cane Confidential is a radio station that's in the North Pole, and you have elves who are on-air presenters, and they give you the lowdown on what is happening behind the scenes of Mr. and Mrs. Claus and the elves who are in the toy shop in the baking section and the post office and who's doing what and how the reindeers are doing and every little tidbit of uh, naughty and nice names being mentioned on air and those who are naughty get a warning and those who are nice get to be uh, get to be given a little sticker by their name so you get all the information the 411 right across the world live from Candy Cane Confidential. Uh, Mike, this is my first question. One, how do you know about this? And two, why are you telling the world? I don't know about this because I can't give away my secrets. Okay. Fine. That was there. That's a witness. Okay. Um, Jordan, what is Candy Cane Confidential? Uh, you only find it in adult shops. <laughs> he said he only finds it in adult shops. Did I say I love you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, could you please tell me what Die Hard is a Christmas movie the toaster is? We're taking <laughs> Die Hard is a Christmas movie the toaster. What is it? Tell me what it is. Die Hard is a Christmas movie the toaster. Yeah. Tell me what it is. Tell it to me. Tell me now. Oh. <laughs> um, well, it's a toaster with Die Hard and every time you press down on it, it says a uh, Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Can you compete with that, or do you even want to compete with that? No, no. No, okay. So, <laughs> do you want to compete with that? After forensically examine, uh, examining the movie from top to bottom, they have now reclassified it as not a Christmas movie. So, Bubba Boy, MFO yourself. <laughs> Die Hard it's still is a not a Christmas it's movie. It's still a toaster. And um, you still got to sell it to me if you so wish, or you can pass. Yeah, screw it. That's it. These points. You're right. Uh, congratulations, children. Uh, you got points. Oh, thank you. Okay. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you got four points. Congratulations. Take it with oh. pride. Um, the Home Alone Isolation Kit. Ooh. Jordan, could you please tell me what that is? Home Alone Isolation Kit. Wait, wait. Oh, jeez. 
online isolation kit. I don't think I can tell for any of my other ones. But... Right, okay. <laughs> you can pass if you want to. That's right. Um, Kat, what is the Home Alone isolation kit? It is Macaulay Culkin. I've seen this on YouTube where he comes in and he speaks to his Samsung or Google screen thing and he has it all mapped out of the music, the cardboard cutouts. He's basically, I'm sure everyone's seen it. It's basically an isolation kit to tell you, apropos you what you need to do in case of robbers and how you're going to be strong and protect the house and where you can put yourself. So when they come, you win, they lose. Leon, could you please tell me what the Home Alone isolation kit is? Okay, so put it this way, guys. Your family have ditched you and gone on a Christmas holiday, right? Well, you may not need to worry about them because of our inflatable, wacky wave, inflatable house blaming tube guys or whatever, family tube guys, you know? You don't like your family? Use our wacky waving inflatable tube guys to replace your family. Fantastic. You know what? Uh, it's what every family needs. I've got to say congratulations to Macaulay Culkin for finally, finally getting to star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. What a mm. great moment. Yeah, Christmas time. And also, the and also the mother from Home Alone was there as well. Yeah, I think she should be. How great was that? She, she, Doc should have gotten her years ago. I mean, she went on a holiday twice and left her kid home alone twice. I don't, I don't know. No, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Doc's case if I've never heard of one. Um, <laughs> Doc's case. <laughs> uh, uh, Leon, could you please tell me what the Santa diet is? Ooh. Santa diet is nothing but milk and cookies and the occasional carrot because if he's too stingy to feed the reindeers, he'll just have the carrots instead. Right, wonderful. I can, I can go with that. Tell me, what is Santa's diet? Santa's diet is lots of cookies. You have the chocolate chip cookie, the chocolate cookie, the peppermint cookie, the jelly cookie, the vanilla cookie, the peanut butter cookie, all the cookies you can eat, including every flavored milk. That's his diet. And then when he gets home, he gets to have his big turkey with all the trimmings and salads. But every flavored cookie and flavored chocolate milk is his diet. That gives him energy to fly around the world. And it adds a shine to his face. And he gets more resilient. Sounds like my kind of diet. If I was to fly all around the world eating the same shit, I probably would be looking for another thing to eat instead of milk and cooking. I, I think everyone should take that diet. Fuck it. That's the December diet. That's, that's the Santa diet. Christian. Um, all Christians should take that diet. Um, Jordan, can you please tell me what the diet is? So he actually shreds himself in the first half of the year, but then he starts bulking for the second <laughs> half of the year. <laughs> he just gets shredded, then he starts bulking for the Christmas season. And uh, Christmas Day is his cheat day with the milk and cookies. Right. I, love, I love how your brain works. <laughs> I, I love that answer. I love it. Um, you're all getting a point because I thought all of your answers were fantastic. Um. Jordan, could you please tell me what the Chris Kringle love tester is? The Chris Kringle. <laughs> oh man, the Chris Kringle love tester. Yeah. Oh jeez. Oh man. Um. 
Yeah. I've gone soft. Right. What's uh tell me what the Chris Kringle love tester is. The Chris Kringle love tester is basically finding out who the sexy sexiest man of the month is. And if he clicks on the right one, he starts to move and take his shirt off and touch his chest and play with his hair and he comes to life. That's that is. But it's only for a girl. Right. <laughs> or gay men. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Leon, could you please tell me what the Chris Kringle love tester is? Chris Kringle love tester is test your love compatibility uh, compatibility tester against your partners whether or not you are a whether or not you are a reindeer in the sack or coal in the sack or just uh, something else in the sack. I don't know. I asked both of your answers, so you both get two points each. Do you know that's funny? I used to do those quizzes with Cosmo when I was a girl. <laughs> girlfriend, not just a Cosmo and Girlfriend magazine. I used to like sit and do those like questions. <laughs> was it Chris Kringle love tester? No, but you could smell the perfume because they had like perfume pages where you could just like smell the perfume. <laughs> when they get uh, a beer sniffer or something like that, or they, they start lining their, their pages with beer, then I'll buy Cosmo. But until that time, <laughs> I'm not actually going to purchase it. Okay. Um, How many of these questions do we still have? We're already up to about 14. <laughs> bonus question at the end that I've done myself, and this is going to take a lot of imagination. Gordon, could you please tell me what the what's that got to do with Christmas anyway? Is that me? Yes, that's you. Okay. What's that got to do with Christmas? Um, think, think wild and crazy, Jordan. <laughs> don't listen to me. Let your mind that's a bad influence. <laughs> um. Oh. I'm gonna struggle with this one. Uh, my head. It's Pass again. You know what? I'm gonna go back to I you. I feel like I'm I'm on the verge of uh, losing point. <laughs> I think she's got something. What's that got to do with Christmas anyway? Anyway, what is it? What's that got to do with Christmas anyway? Is sitting down. And watching a boring Die Hard movie, which is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Leon, please tell me <laughs> what exactly is, what's that got to do with Christmas anyway? Tell me what that is. Oh, dang it. Any movie featuring Bruce Willis. <laughs> That is, what's that got to do with Christmas? So basically, we've used the power of deduction to eliminate Die Hard and every other movie that he's ever been involved with that might resemble a Christmas movie. Uh... We love you, Bruce. We do. Okay. Um, Jordan, do you actually have an answer for it? What's that got to do with Christmas anyway? Um, it's not good, uh, so you can disqualify it if you want, but uh, it's... Christmas products sold during Halloween for just those specific oh! type of people. <laughs> oh, I can't just qualify that. I, I just can't. 
that is wild. Uh, oh, right, you won't we'll get two points each because all of those oh, answers. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> for that. I, yeah, I agree, but um, you should get more. For I, that. I'm, I'm, I'm no, no, no. I, I had to. To delay it, so it, it balances oh, out. So just one. <laughs> you like the, the naughty route, but so. <laughs> so, Leon, can you please tell me the point score after that round and the total score as well? Okay, after round, after round three, Cat and Leon sixteen points, Jordan fifteen. We do have a winner. Please. All right, third place. Third place, Leon, twenty-four points. Jordan second on twenty-five, and Cat's the winner on twenty-eight points. Very good. I love, I love this. Is Merry Christmas to all, and to all, shut the hell up. <laughs> I wanted to do this, and I know the story or this poem has been read throughout the the centuries and the decades. It's one of my favorites. Right. It's called Twas the Night Before Christmas. May I read it? You may if, if it's not too long. No. Nope. So it's called Twas the Night Before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Which took, you know, we had some really good pest controls at the time. So. <laughs> the stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mom and her kerchief and I and my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the roof there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutter and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow Gave the luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eye should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeers. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles whose courses they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer, and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner, and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves up before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle mount to the sky. So up to the housetop, the courses they flew, with a sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas too. And then in the twinkling, I heard on the roof, the prancing and pawing of each tiny hoof. As I drew my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes how they twinkled, his dimples how merry, his cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the bead on his, on his chin was white as a snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly, 
and shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings and turned in a jerk. And laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team he gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him explain, ere he drove out of sight, Merry Christmas to all. That's one. A good one. I'm not going to bed yet, um, by the way. But... <laughs> <laughs> um... That was beautiful. I wanted to read that poem because you're not going to get in trouble for plagiarism. No, I wanted to read that poem because it's such a beautiful poem, and each Christmas every year is magical, and especially this year, you know. And it's a poem I think everyone should read aloud. It's so beautiful. It's mm -hmm. it brings a smile to your face, and this poem has meant to me since I was a little girl. So I wanted to read that so whoever was watching can feel a magical Christmas. If not the cost, but, but more the magic. That's that's what the we're magic doing. of Christmas. The, the magic, breaks. right? Um, but anyway, um, I wish you all a Merry Christmas, and thank you, Jordan, for showing up. Yeah, thanks, Jordan. Um, Merry Christmas. Yeah. We hope to see you again sometime. Um, Definitely. Um, maybe next podcast. Maybe next podcast or whenever yeah. we can get hold of you. But um, yeah, and thank you, Leon, for showing up and dressing up as. Santa Claus in 300 degree heat. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Aussie weather. Actually, no, yeah. it's not been that hot out here today. It's been rather wet. It's been rather wet and miserable out here, unfortunately, in the last 24 hours. No, it's not miserable. It's Christmas. Remember that. Um, <laughs> I don't see any snow outside. <laughs> I hear that's like more of a problem than an actual blessing. But I, want to say I blame climate change. I would say thank you to Jordan for just being here. You really made us all laugh and smile. Thanks to Buckets and oh, Leon. I know you had to wear the Santa suit. Sorry about that, mate, but we enjoyed it. Um, and Luna, I hope you're feeling better. We love and miss you. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope you have a safe and blessed Christmas. Please, you know, stay hydrated and warm. Uh, stay hydrated and cool in the summertime. If you're overseas, you've got winter. Please stay warm. And we wish all of you and your entire family and friends a very very merry christmas from us in australia and one more podcast to go before 2024 and that will be in the new year's eve until then merry christmas to all well bye peace be mine. good night all right thanks guys Everyone's <laughs>